everyone. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a mostly weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for over 21 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. This week's podcast is going to discuss an annual, I'm going to start it. (laughs) This will be my first year, the first of my annual podcast on this subject. I'm going to do an attorney gift guide, um, gifts that attorneys would like. I think business owners would like these as well. Maybe anyone would like them, frankly, um, and probably especially me. There's a, these are going to be based a lot on what I really like, but I thought I'd throw that out there. And then if anyone that I know who wants to give me a gift listens to it, well, maybe this gives them an idea. I'm just joking about the last part. I do want to say, um, before we get into the, the gift giving guide that, um, I'm having a really, really hard time being able to do it a weekly podcast. I just, I, again, missed last week doing a weekly podcast. I'm the, so two weeks has gone since my last podcast. I'm recording this on Sunday night, almost before 10 o'clock when I'm usually in bed by this time. And I said, that's it. I'm going to sit down and do this because I know my next week is going to be something else. And that's what I've been having ever since um, Thanksgiving ended. I had the most wonderful Thanksgiving, a nice relaxing weekend where I worked. um, But the work was, um, uh, you know, at my home and kind of leisurely working with my laptop and still was able to spend a lot of time with with family and it was just all together nice and the and the phones were quiet um but as soon as Tuesday December 1st hit it was off and running the Monday of the 30th wasn't so bad um but as soon as the first hit um it just has been every day having multiple court hearings um, people trying to get in before the holidays on meetings. Um, a lot of people hiring me in the last couple of weeks with matters that need uh, immediate attention. I also have some pretty significant deadlines on briefs this month. It's just been um, something else, like absolutely something else. So, um, as as I'm getting closer to Christmas, and I'm really, really hoping for like a nice leisurely Christmas, I have a few weeks where things are just like off the wall crazy. Three days last week, I got home between like 6 and 7 p.m. Um, I just finished working today, and I have this thing that happens where I think my computer installs updates on Saturday night. And then so on Sunday when I get when I want to get some work done, a lot of the time um, my computer needs to be reset, which means I have to go into the office to reset it, and it just disturbs my Sunday. And that happens probably one out of every few Sundays. And it's it 
it really, really is, is a hassle. And a lot of it is just based on the amount of emails that I get that are just literally clogging up my outlook. Um, so as we get closer to the holidays, I just want to remind everyone to take care of yourself, get enough sleep, get enough sunlight. We are rapidly approaching the um, winter solstice. Uh, the day of the year when we'll have the least amount of sunlight. And as we get away from that day, we'll start to have a little bit more sunlight every day. But right now, it's just a lot of darkness. I mean, the sun is coming up after 7 a.m. It's down by approximately 5-ish. Um, it's not a, a lot of sun. And I find that if I can like squeeze in a walk, maybe before I go to work, um, it just helps me a lot more. My desk is by a window, so that is helpful. But losing the sunlight is a total bummer for me. And it's, it's a thing. I mean, there's seasonal affective disorder where there's a medication for it. Um, and, and, and I, you know, hopefully, um, you don't need to be on medication, but if you do, I mean, obviously go see your doctor. But besides that, I mean, do what you can to enjoy the sunlight. I try to do things where, um, I know this will probably sound a little bit crazy, but I don't like to see a movie when the sun is shining right now because I feel like I'm burning daylight. I don't like to go shopping when the sun is shining because I feel like I'm wasting the daylight. I want to be sitting outside or walking outside or just sitting in sunny rooms. And it really, really helps me with my exhaustion levels. Okay, so let's talk about um, a gift-giving guide for attorneys and business owners for, um, for this holiday season. So one thing I recommend is a law book. And there are so many different law books. I wouldn't try to get the attorney in your life some sort of serious treaties, but maybe something that's a little bit more lighter reading. Um, my favorite legal author is Brian Garner. He writes a lot about legal writing and his books I love so much. He has an appellate um, advocacy book it's like a big primer. It's actually kind of entertaining to read. And one of my favorite books of his is The Winning Oral Argument, which I will read um, several page every every week just to keep sharp on oral argument. He also wrote a book with Justice Scalia about oral argument. And he's a very, very entertaining author. Um, I think like a light... Um, treaties like a, a manuals. Um, I know this will sound weird, but a manuals is a law outline that law students use. And I like to just pick one up and just sort of have like a little review. Um, the rules of evidence is a really good one. Civil procedure is a good one. Um, other law books I would recommend is uh, books that are about lawyer lifestyle and time management. I am always looking for good ones like this. And I have 
found um, several over the years where they just talk about how your lifestyle is as a lawyer and what you can do to improve it, what you can do to improve management of your law firm, um, your everyday scheduling. Doing Going through these books has been a lifesaver to me. It's the reason why I started this podcast is because years ago, my scheduling was just topsy-turvy. If someone called me and if they said I'd want an appointment, I would look at my schedule and say, hey, can you be here in an hour? I have an opening. Can you be here tomorrow at four? I have an opening. Without ever thinking about deadlines that I had going on, without trying to schedule it so it was easier for me, sometimes I was scheduling appointments that were very close to court hearings. So I was either late for my meetings or because I was still in court or I had to leave when maybe the meeting needed to run a little bit longer. And I was just stressing myself out instead of finding ways to maybe do three, four, five meetings in an afternoon when I didn't need to be in court that day and um, it in finding ways to make my scheduling more efficient. There's books out there that can definitely help on this. And any lawyer in your life or business person in your life would love to have one. Another gift suggestion that I have is a subscription anything. There are subscriptions for whatever you can imagine. I know a lot of times we probably think of like the Jelly of the Month Club from Christmas Vacation. Although I probably would love a Jelly of the Month Club. Not if I was expecting a big Christmas bonus, but... If um if a friend got me one, I would think that was a super cool. I love jelly and jam. But there's subscriptions for everything. You can get someone a trial subscription, like maybe three to six months for all the different channels that are out there. Like maybe your um the lawyer in your life or the person in your life has never tried Hulu, for instance, or they really not love Netflix and you'd love to treat them. <coughs> You can get gift cards for it. Another one that I think is going to be a really good channel subscription over the next next year especially is HBO Max. I didn't realize I had access to HBO Max through my HBO subscription through my Amazon Prime. So I will do this thing where I will subscribe to a channel for a couple of months and just watch everything that I can on that platform, then I'll cancel that and then I'll do a new one. So I just recently, I had canceled HBO and then just recently signed up for it because there was a few movies that popped up on it. And I, this is probably going to sound silly when other people um, may just know this is common knowledge, but I didn't real realize that HBO Max was its own thing. If you get HBO through Prime, you also have access to HBO Max, but you have to download the HBO Max app on a different platform. And guess what? Roku TV doesn't support it. So if you have the Amazon Fire Stick, for instance, or an Amazon TV, you can download the HBO Max. It also... Um, the app for it. You can also do it on Apple TV. I had to read a whole article about it because I just wasn't understanding. And I kept reading things that said th things like 
the TV show Friends is on HBO Max, and then I'd look on HBO, and I didn't see it. So I finally read an article and figured it out. Um, and HBO Max, starting next year, will actually start on Christmas Day. They are going to have the new Wonder Woman movie on Christmas Day, the same one that's going to be out at the theaters. And um, they're going to have all the new DC comic movies like Suicide Squad. And um, there was another really cool movie that was getting released. It's pretty much any Warner Brothers release releases, at least for the next year, are going to be released on HBO Max when they're released at the movies, which I think is such a great alternative to people who um, don't have movie theaters in their area right now or maybe are not comfortable going to the movies. I mean, there's just different things that, um, you know, people might not be able to get to the movies, and now there's these different opportunities for them to be able to see a brand new, super cool release. There's also, um, getting back to subscriptions, there's these crate boxes that you can get for anything. For a while, I got a a Harry Potter subscription for myself. It was just kind of fun to get something in the mail. Um, I did it for um, three months. And it sent me like a t-shirt and, you know, pins and little posters and just fun little things. It's Some of these can get like a little bit expensive, but they're not too, too expensive, especially if you're going to do it for someone for maybe like three months. It might be like a hundred bucks. Um... I'm still a big fan of anything, magazines or readings. There's subscriptions you can get for people on those. You can um, get book subscriptions for people where it will send them a book a month for whatever period of time you want. There's there's millions of these. There's wine clubs, I mean, literally anything. So I am, like I said, I'm just a fan of of getting things in the mail. Sometimes I think that's why Amazon is so popular because people love to get something in the mail and love to get packages. So isn't it nice to be able to, you know, be able to send something to someone that might be able to cheer them up um, over the year or over a couple months in this upcoming year? I think we especially need things like that right now. Okay. So another gift giving idea, and this one is super, super basic, but gift cards are just so welcome. There is nothing that I love more than a, than a gift card. When someone gets me a $5 Starbucks card, it just makes me so happy (laughs) to be able to just go and get a Starbucks and, um, and just remember that that person is treating me to it. And I know it sounds silly, but it just is nice to have that in your wallet and know that you can treat yourself at some point. And um, restaurants, I understand, are a little bit hard because, you know, who's going out to eat at this point? So you probably want to check in with whoever you're giving the gift card to to see if they're going out. And if they're not going out right now, I mean, I'm sure, hopefully, fingers crossed, sometime in the future, everyone's going to be able to get out and be out again. I've always loved um, movie gift cards quite a bit. Some of the best gifts I got involved um, movie um, gifts of of being able to go to the movies. The gift of going to the movies is is a great gift for me. So in the past, um, my sister-in-law got me this gift one year and my associate got me this gift one year. It was basically, um, 
a, a night out at the movies with also extra benefits. There's a theater called Harkins in Arizona. I think they have them in California as well. So what they got me was a gift card for, say, 25 or 50 bucks, which buys me several tickets. And then a popcorn voucher, which gives me a free medium popcorn every time I go to the movies for a whole year. And then um, a refill cup where you can get refills for $2. The refills actually used to be a dollar, but now they're $2. And it's just a it's just a delight. You know, it makes the movie so much more affordable when you can have that popcorn voucher and that refill cup and then have a gift card that treats you to several movies. Another gift I'll suggest is really coffee anything. A, I, I cannot think of an attorney that I know that doesn't drink coffee. And I know they're out there because I know not everyone drinks coffee, but coffee is a big thing for so many people. And in law firms, they're a big thing. And there's a million ways you can give someone a coffee gift. There's a lot of coffee. Like for instance, it doesn't have to be a Starbucks gift card. There are local coffee companies where you can get very, very tasty coffees from those companies and have it shipped to the person that you like. My all-time favorite is PJ's Coffee in New Orleans. Every time I order it for myself and the box comes and I open it up, it's given me that little taste of New Orleans, which I miss so, so, so much, especially right now. Um, there's uh, coffee of the month clubs. My daughter has one for herself where she'll get coffees from all over the world. And they send, it's not the world's biggest bag, but it's a pretty nice size bag. And I don't think it's that expensive. If it's $10 a month, I would be surprised. And all the coffees that we've had have been very, very delicious. Another thing I would recommend is a, if you know what that person is interested in, if they have talked to you about a subject lately, see if you can find a book about it and that you can send it to them. First, I have this thing where I'll get obsessed with, um, say, like a, cru a true crime story or a financial crime story um, or something in the news. And, um, you know, if it happened in the news yesterday, there's not going to be a story about it. But a lot of things that have happened in the last several years or years ago, you can find a book on it. Um, for example, if your friend really, really, really loves the music Hamilton, think about buying them that person the Hamilton biography that inspired Lin-Manuel Miranda. And it's just a nice thought and, an, and so thoughtful that you thought of that person and found a book on the subject that they were interested in. Another... Um, gift I would suggest is maybe something that's from a luxury brand, but not that expensive. So it, it's not buying um, the person in your life a, a $1,500 Louis Vuitton bag. Like That's not what I'm suggesting. But from a lot of these labels, especially if you have someone who loves fashion like I do, and I'll tell you about these gifts. The reason why I think of this is because these are gifts that I have received and I have loved them so, so much. It's finding something from that fashion house 
that's not the most expensive in the thing in the world and getting it from that um, place. And the thing is, when you get it from there, they give you a beautiful box and a beautiful ribbon. And it usually you get a gift bag from the store that you can use to put the product in. I'll give you my examples that I, that I received. One time I received a bottle of Chanel perfume and um, some Chanel face lotion from a dear friend. And it's one of my all-time favorite gifts. I am still, because the lotion is so uh, rich and luxurious, it's, I can still use it. You, you just, like a little dab will do you. And I still wear the Coco Chanel Mademoiselle perfume um, at least once a week. Um, my sister-in-law one year bought me a bottle of Tiffany perfume. She went to Tiffany's, the store, and bought it. They put it in the blue box and wrapped it with the white ribbon, and they gave her a shopping bag. And when she gave it to me, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was just so beautiful just to get that bag. And I use that perfume several times a week. So perfume is a really, really good one. And I know um, probably a lot of my gifts may center more towards the ladies, but, um, I'm definitely <coughs> coming up with this list based on my own experiences. One year, my cousin, uh, my cousin, my nephew got me a Louis Vuitton candle. And when I saw that Louis Vuitton box, I just, like, I, I, freaked out. I was like, what could be in this box? Like just getting the box itself was super exciting. And then it was this amazing candle with this little piece of, um, Louis Vuitton leather that sort of held the candle, like a little handle. It was so lovely and so, um, right up my alley that it was just a wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, so those are just a couple let me see if I have. Oh, I do have more actually too. Sorry. Um, I have um, on my list the gift of time. So for attorneys and business owners, time is such a precious commodity. If you can do something that saves that person time, that's an amazing gift. Like maybe take the person's car and get it washed for them and gas it up. It's probably going to cost you 40 bucks and you've saved that person probably at least an hour or pay to get their house cleaned or their office cleaned. Like those are such, such thoughtful gifts for someone who has limited time. Another gift I highly recommend is notebooks and calendars of any type. Obviously you probably want to find what, find out what works best for the person in your life that you're trying to buy for. But honestly, for me, any kind of notebook is so welcome because I'm always carrying a notebook with me everywhere. And then getting back to the suggestion that I had before of the um, something from a luxury ba uh, brand, uh, one time I bought my friend a Hermes notebook and it wasn't that expensive and they wrapped it in this beautiful box and it just was so lovely. And it just was this beautiful, beautiful paper to write on. And I, of course, 
bought one for myself because it was so beautiful and it just wasn't that much money. And, um, Louis Vuitton has like little notebooks too, um, with the leather covers. I have a small one and I keep it in my bag all the time and I write in it all the time. Um, some specialty like, um, home brands, like for example, Magnolia, which is Chip and Joanna Gaines, they have really, really fun calendars and notebooks and pads for, uh, like to-do list pads. Um, there is a brand called, let me find it. I actually have some in my, in my closet. They're called knock knock pads. They're very, very inexpensive, like maybe nine or $10. And they're pads that are pre-filled out and they're really good organizational tools. I always buy the packing pad, but they also have pads that are weekly schedules. They have make a decision pads, like anything that you can imagine in terms of a notebook. Um, and it, they're just a, a super fun gift. And some of them are, are like a little novelty and funny, like there's naughty and nice lists. So you can even get sort of funny with your friend. All right, here's some gifts that I would avoid for attorneys. I would avoid things that are sort of the stereo, stereotypical um, lawyer type gifts. Like, for example, a golden gavel or um, an attorney joke book or a figure of uh, like a figurine of a judge. You know, things like that or the scales of justice, like things that are kind of the... Um, legal cliches. Um, usually for a lawyer, and um, unless they're maybe brand new and it's sort of kind of funny to get it for them, for a lawyer who's been around for a while, they probably already have a bunch of things like that that they've gotten over the years or when they graduated from life, law school. So I would recommend something that's more practical to what the lawyer or business owner needs for their time and, um, and enjoyment, you know, like I said, if it's something that is a practical gift, like a law book, or if it's something that's fun, like a subscription or a movie or something that's just enjoyable to taste like coffee, anyone is going to enjoy this. And I know I call this the attorney gift giving guide. But really, it's for anyone. You may have a small business owner in your life. You may have employees that you're trying to buy for or um, anybody, you know, literally anyone I think can enjoy this. But since I'm a legal podcast, I'm, um, you know, definitely from the perspective that these are gifts for attorneys. So I wanted to tell you about the next um, week or so just to kind of give you an update of where my schedule is. And what you can expect for the rest of the year. So I'm hoping that I'm back on track now. This week is going to be another um, just terrible week. Like lots and lots scheduled. Um, I'm trying to get uh, my computers in order since we're at the end of the year. And just have a lot of things going on. And I also want to... This is definitely an Arizona thing. So I don't know if this exists anywhere else, but if it does exist, 
where you are, I highly, highly recommend it. So in past podcasts, I've talked about renting out the theater at Harkins. AMC does it in Arizona as well, where you can rent out the theater for up to 20 people. Like they don't put you in the giant IMAX theater. They put you in a smaller theater, which probably holds normally, I don't know, 150 people, say. And you can have 20 people in there. And they charge you anywhere from $100 to $150. $150 if the movie is newer. And last weekend we went and saw Elf. We had all seen it before, um, but it just felt right to go see that at the movies. It's probably my favorite Christmas movie. It's probably the favorite Christmas movie of a lot of people in my family. My mom and dad had never seen it before. And so we all saw it at the movies and it was 100 bucks, and there was about 15 of us. So it really is pretty economical when you divide it per person. And I'll tell you something I'm very, very, very excited about. I mentioned HBO Max having Wonder Woman 2 coming out. I am going to be seeing it on the in the theater on December 26th. And I rented out a theater for myself and my family. And I was so excited because I didn't think maybe that they were going to have that movie available for this type of, um, for this type of, I don't know what they call it, this type of product that they have, um, this type of promotion that they have, but they do, you can do this with Wonder Woman too. And it's a movie I've been waiting for forever. So I'm super, super excited. Um, I'm looking forward to the holidays. I hope everyone else has a nice holiday. I'll be back with you before the holiday, I'm sure. I plan on recording a podcast next week. But here's just in a nutshell what I'm planning to do for the holidays. I noticed that um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day fall on Thursday and Friday. I think that's a I always try to, I know this is going to sound super weird. I always try to figure out when the best day for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day is in terms of um, scheduling your, um, in terms of having the most relaxing time. I think having it on a Thursday and Friday is pretty good. My hope is that whole week, starting with the 21st, is a more quiet week where people are starting to wind down. I'm hoping this week is the last week of the push. I know a lot of kids are done with school starting on the stopping on the 18th. My daughter found out that um, she's, you know, she's off for the two weeks for the holiday. And then when they return, she's going to have two weeks of um, online learning again. So that was a bit of a disappointment, but I understand, you know, COVID cases are up. I think that this will be a very quiet holiday um, for, I, I've, I, and I've said this before, I never travel during the holidays. Like I just don't. It's a time where I try to get caught up on work and just be at home as much as possible. And that's my big hope. So I'm hoping with this holiday, we all have a nice, safe, relaxing holiday. I'm hoping with the kids back out of school and, and with things getting quiet that maybe COVID cases calm down. 
I'm just saying some prayers out loud, I guess. Um, fingers crossed for everybody. Blessings to everybody. I'll be back next week with a new podcast on a different subject, but enjoy the gift giving guide and we'll be back next week. Oh, before I sign off, I do want to, um, I've been rewatching something on HBO. It might be my all time favorite true crime limited series. It's called the jinx. It's about Robert Durst. It was, it has a lot of background information about Robert Durst, who allegedly has killed three people in his life. One who is his wife, who has been missing for about 40 years, and he's on trial for murder of his best friend. And he was acquitted on, the, on a trial for murder of, of the man who was his friend. Oh, I think he got acquitted maybe 15 years ago. And so now he's currently on trial for one of the other murders, the, the murder of his best friend. And I think to this day, he's never been tried for the murder of his wife. And in this limited series, he was out of jail at the time. And the producers of the movie were able to get um, lots of interviews with him which are very telling. And in at the end of the, the limited series is one of the most shocking scenes I've ever seen in my life. Like after I saw this scene, I just jumped up and started walking around. And I was like, did that just happen? Did that just happen? I just started Googling things. And, and I was wishing someone had been watching it with me. My daughter went back and watched it after I was, I said, you have to watch this thing. And she ended up being as shocked as I was. And my sister-in-law went back and watched it as well. And we were just like, oh my gosh, like really did that happen? And I'm rewatching it now as just something, um, ugh, at watching it before I go to sleep. I don't know how detrimental or not that is to um, getting a good night's sleep but I find that if I'm watching something before I go to sleep it's better if I watch something I've already seen before so it's a lot of um, you know that's why I've like rewatched The Sopranos several times and Sex in the City because I can put it on and I can put on the sleep timer and I can fall asleep and I came across this again um I was thinking about it because it's been a few years since I've seen it and so been watching it before I go to sleep and it is fascinating and so I highly, highly recommend it. I don't think I've seen anything new besides, um, I don't think I've seen anything new. Like it's just, it, I've been working too much. So in any event, I'm going to sign off. Have a great week. I hope to be back next week. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette bonafide legal podcast you can find me on twitter tumblr and instagram under florence legally brunette you can find me on facebook under my name and under my law firm law office of florence brummer you can find my website at brummerlaw.com i'm also listed on patreon thank you for listening and i will be back next week mm -hmm.